Welcome to the Lingostown Life Podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings, important conversations, and encouraging devotionals to improve your life and help you deepen your faith. In this week's sermon, Pastor George preaches about the importance of saying thank you. This sermon was originally preached on November 6th, 2022. If you uh, have your Bible, your Bible app on your phone, your uh, your Bible, uh, I want to invite you to follow along as we read these verses from Luke chapter 17. Um, this is probably a familiar a familiar story if you've uh, been in the church for any length of time. It is uh, the story of Jesus healing ten men with leprosy, and it goes like this. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, He was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Thank you. Two simple little words. Thank you. You know, from the time children are old enough to speak, if you've been blessed to be a parent, you teach them to say thank you. We want them to display an attitude of appreciation to people who act on their behalf, whether whether that's you bringing your child a glass of water in the middle of the night, or whether it's their friend choosing to share their toys with them. Now, as adults, what we often have to do with children is to cue them. And we oftentimes cue them with either a look, like, or uh, maybe you cue them with the words, what do you say? And then we hope that they say the right thing, right? But as adults, as adults, we don't have anyone who walks around with us and says, or, what do you say? You see, you and I, as adults, we have to truly appreciate what we've received and offer our words of thanks without the cue or without the look. Now, in the account that we just read from the Gospel of Luke, when the ten lepers were healed, They all went away with the gift of healing. They were all healed. So why does only one of the ten return? Why does only one of the ten return? 
And as Luke points out, a Samaritan at that. Do, do you think that as they were on their way to the temple, maybe, maybe the Samaritan ran into his mommy and his mommy said, did you say thank you to that nice man? <laughs> maybe, you never know. Um, but probably not very likely. Okay. Um, the interesting thing is that Luke never tells us why. Luke never tells us what motivated the Samaritan ret to return and to actually say thank you. Luke simply leaves us to discover for ourselves the mystery of what motivates genuine thankfulness and gratitude in our lives. Now, in the early days of the pandemic, y'all remember that, uh, that period of time in all of our lives, we all, we all gained a, a new sense of appreciation for the term essential workers, okay? Um, you know, essential workers have always been around but, uh, but when you suddenly find yourself needing toilet paper and there's none on the shelf, uh, when you find yourself in the grocery store searching for a particular can of vegetables and you can't find them, so you walk up to a stalker at the grocery store, a stalker, not a stalker. <laughs> Very important to, to, to know the difference there. Um, it, it, the, that term essential worker suddenly takes on a whole new significance. I, I remember in the early days of being allowed back in the grocery store that, uh, that whenever I would walk by a, a, a person who was restocking the shelves, I, I made a point to say, thank you. You know, I literally would walk through the aisles and I, I'd look at every one of them and I'd say, thank you. And they'd nod and they'd acknowledge, you know, and I think they were smiling and you couldn't tell because everybody had a mask on. So, uh, so I, I just made it a habit that when I walked through the grocery store, I said thank you as often as I could to the essential employees. But I walked through the grocery store last evening and I never said thank you to anybody. <laughs> not because I was mean, not because I didn't need somebody's help. They just are less essential, aren't they? No. No, they're not any less essential than they were a few years ago. But the stalker has somehow become less essential and, and here's the key, less appreciated for the same job they were doing when we made it a habit to say thank you. So it leads me to ask this question, do we take for granted what others do on our behalf? Do we take for granted what others do on our behalf? When I was writing this message, I, I ran across an article written by a mom uh, that was published in the Washington Post a, a number of years ago. And, the headline of the article proclaimed this. She said, I stopped forcing my kids to say thank you, and they learned true gratitude. Now, if you have your Bible app, there's a link to the article in there, and you can read the whole article. It really is pretty neat. But in the article, Larissa Cosmos writes this. She said, I arrived at the problem. 
okay? It's always important to know what the problem is. She said, we're coaching our kids to say thank you as merely a habit. To say thank you merely as a habit, akin to brushing your teeth or cleaning their dishes from the table, a behavior to be practiced at certain times. She gives us the problem. She also gives us a solution. And here's what she said. We were applying the wrong sort of effort. We were nudging our children to say words of thanks, but we weren't nurturing feelings of thankfulness. Do you hear the difference? We were nudging our children to say words of thanks, but we weren't nurturing the feeling of thankfulness. Larissa went on to write how she expunged the what do you say from her vocabulary, and in turn, she began to illuminate for her children what they were experiencing. So one example she shared, she said, you know, she'd say this to her child, Dad spent time fixing your toy instead of relaxing. Okay? Uh, you could even update it, you know. Dad spent time building Legos with you instead of watching a football game. <laughs> or we could insert Grandpa did that. Uh, you know, all those kind of different things. What she was trying to do was to trigger something deeper and more meaningful, and that was the awareness factor. The awareness factor. And as her kids began to register an awareness of someone's kindness, she would then ask them, well, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? And as she wrote, my intention is to guide them from recognizing kindness to valuing from recognizing kindness to valuing it. And, and maybe that is something that, that all of us, regardless of our age, need to learn. Moving from merely recognizing kindness to actually valuing the kindness we receive. Can we really put a value on the kindness that we receive? Let's go back to the, the story of the ten lepers. I don't imagine a single leper went away from that experience without being thankful. I think they were all thankful. Okay? These ten men had lost everything. Okay? They had lost everything. They were segregated from their community. They were unable to work, so they had to beg for everything they needed. They had no family connections. Their families had, had ostracized them. The only community they had were the other lepers that they could actually be around. And ultimately, they had no hope because, because leprosy, leprosy didn't have a cure. Now, all that was true of their lives until the day that Jesus passed by and he heard them. You know, they had to stand, they had to stand six feet away from each other. Y'all remember that? Standing six feet away from each other? They had to stand six feet away from each other. And so, so they're hollering to Jesus. And, and he told them, he told them to do exactly what Moses had prescribed in the law. And that was that they were to go and present themselves to the priest so that the priest could declare them clean. 
And upon doing this, here's the wonderful thing. Upon doing this, they could once again be part of their community. They could once again have a job. They could have a family. They could have value. And most of all, they could have hope. All ten men were healed. All ten were thankful. So why did the Samaritan return to Jesus? And the other nine did. Well, maybe it's because he valued the kindness of Jesus instead of just recognizing it with words. After all, Luke provides the detail that, the, that this one man who returned, that he returned praising God in a loud voice. He returned praising God in a loud voice. Now, next week, Next week's sermon is entitled Shout, and we're going to talk about using a loud voice to thank God. But, uh, but today, focus on this, praising God in a loud voice. That sounds to me like he wasn't just saying words. He didn't just come back and say, hey, Jesus, thank you. So long, you know. He came back shouting. He had he had tapped into something that made the, a deeper impression than just words. He, he tapped into, a, into an appreciation that was far deeper than any words could express. And so he was praising God in a loud voice. And maybe that's what we need to learn in this season of Thanksgiving. Maybe we need to have an awareness <laughs> and an appreciation of what others have done for us. Now, toward the end of that article that I referred to earlier, Mrs. Cosmos wrote that her kids were getting older and that she could streamline her, her, her question to rouse both awareness and appreciation. And now she says things like this, was it nice being invited here to spend the evening? Didn't have to tell her kid to say thank you but just reminded them to really appreciate it. Was it nice being invited here to spend the evening? Or are you glad I agreed to take you to the mall? See, it's all about creating this idea of awareness and appreciation. And in the season of Thanksgiving, maybe, maybe we don't need a mom to give us the look or to cue us with the words, what do you, what do you say? Maybe we simply need to be aware of the kindnesses that are all around us and allow that awareness to lead us to the right words for saying thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Linglestown Life podcast. If this message was meaningful to you, we hope you will leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, find out more on www.lingostownlife.org. God bless you, and may you go forth and love God and love others.